0: Hey, welcome to Fire at Will with Aaron and Rye. I'm sounding a little Batman-ish today, but that's okay. I'm thinking that it must be my allergies all. kicking all. in. <laughs> the little raspiness is kind of kind of appealing. That's true. You know what? I'm giving you a little bit of B Arthur. Mm-hmm. A little um Dorothy I don't
1: don't do that. <laughs> now you just made it like not even I know, attractive. Like, I was Boronac. saying more like Beyoncé. She does have a deep voice. She has a you deep voice. You know who has a deep it.
0: voice from our childhood? Kathleen Turner. Remember her, the actress? And she was always very...
1: Yeah, she. Like you know, she's almost like a kind of. Asexual. You know something? Yes. Yeah. She, she's a her. woman, but right. you can see how she might, you know, be kind of. In the Lady Bond. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see that. But anyway, welcome back. Y'all. <laughs> welcome back. So today our
0: topic is the gravity of words. Um, Ryan and I have had lots of conversations about. The meaning of words. I'll, let me just start off with this. We are both avid readers, so we just consume language. We love uh, the written word and all types of genres, and we like to be pulled in. But because we are well-read women, it also means that we truly understand the the depths of meanings of words right. and you, we can't just casually use a word and not expect you to um, take hold of the full meaning of that mm-hmm. so it, it really does uh, matter that we say what we mean and mean what we say and if what we said is not what we meant to clear it up right. um, I'm What I love about Google is that if I don't quite understand the meaning of a word or I want to make sure that I do, I will look it up quickly just to make sure that all of the nuances, that what I'm saying fits the nuance of that
1: word. Right. So, um... I just... I don't like when words are misused. Like, the person knows the context of the word. mm -hmm. They know what it means, but they misuse it. Um, When somebody calls somebody a friend... Right. And they've only hung out with a person four times to me that you're misusing the word you're abusing the word yes if i call you my friend you are truly my friend i've put in work it's an established relationship Mm i um i trust you around my family i would invite you to my home that is my friend otherwise you are more so an acquaintance you can become a friend Mm -hmm. You know, but friend is not a word or a label that I'm gonna give someone that hasn't earned it. And the truth is I'm willing to earn it too. Right. I'm willing to put my time in to be considered a friend. Right. Um I find it weird if I'm hanging out with somebody for like the third time and they introduce me to somebody, like, Oh, this is my friend. You could just say, Hey, this is Rye. Exactly. You don't even have to say friend. You don't have to label me. Right. Because when you apply that label so early I feel like you're using it too loosely. And... It was too freely given.
0: And then also...
1: It holds no weight that way. holds no weight. Mm -hmm. And then the other person
0: stops working. Sometimes they just don't feel like they have to work anymore. Right. And when I say work, I don't mean that I'm supposed... I mean, earning it is work. And earning it is presenting yourself, not always your best self, but your authentic self. And then learning the other person the same way. Right. And I wouldn't want to feel like... I can just, I don't know, not be my authentic self and not uh, continue to learn about whoever this person is that I want to be friends with. Mm-hmm. You also, t- it takes time to even decide if you want to be friends with somebody. Absolutely. It's, all, it's like dating.
1: Right.
0: It takes time to decide, do I even want to spend time with this person, learn this person's stories? Um, do I even like being in the company of this person? Because I may
1: not. Right. And in silence. And that takes time.
0: I, to, to figure me, it out. If I can't be in your company and be silent, then we can't be friends. We're not friends. Mm-hmm. If I feel like I have to fill the space with talking, it, it's uncomfortable. And then if I'm, I, I shouldn't have to do that. That's mm-hmm. not how we exist anyway. So I don't want to.
1: I don't want to live like that. And somebody that uses the word friend, Lucy, like everybody's their friend. Right. I don't want to be their friend. No, I have this thing about you. This. Don't have any friends then. Mm mm. You just Mm-mm. know a lot of people, right? right but you calling everybody your friend no. i don't like that cuz if everybody could have it i don't want it um, i yes. like a i like a certain level of exclusivity yes i like for people to earn the the right to call you their friend it's just like the word love i feel like the word love is used very loosely yes i think i have the capacity to love many people mm-hmm. i just have a lot of love in my heart and for right. myself but i make people earn it i'm just not free Freely, just tossing love out there, right? Um, because that takes energy. It does, and I'm reserving that energy for those that are worthy. And I would hope that anybody I interact with would do the same. Mm-hmm. They would give love to me because they feel like I'm worthy, not because they just passing it out to everybody. Right? It's not free water. No. You know, like be air. A little, be free a little, air. Right. Be selective. <laughs> be selective in what you're doing. Yes. Because then it really, truly means something. It loses value when everybody can have it. Mm-hmm. So if somebody's telling me, you know, and they only have a handful of friends, you're my friend, right? It mean something to me. Right. And then I'm like, damn, that person is really my friend. Do you have to take that? mm um, If somebody... I was like, that's really a beer collector. Okay.
0: <laughs> calling. Right. Girl, listen. See, that's not exclusive either. Mm-mm. I'm like, I don't, feel, I don't feel special. Yeah.
1: You're all calling. mm hmm no, and you're calling me. everybody. Right. And you call everybody. Mm-mm, I'm not picking up No, I'm you. good. I'll talk Any, to you later. If, if you're lucky. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and the word love, too. If you're telling everybody I love you, and it doesn't have to be in a romantic way. Even, right. if, no, even no, in no, a fresh right. way. I got, I, lo- I love you. I got love for you. You're using it too loosely. And so, I don't want it because you're just giving it away to everybody. It has no meaning. It's, it has no right. value anymore for me. It means nothing. It like, means a just... lot more to me when people are careful. Right. With how they use it. Mm-hmm. So, another thing that's interesting is that a lot of people are like serial daters. Mm-hmm. And every other week they got a new boyfriend or a new girlfriend. And, oh, this is my boo. And how do you expect anybody to take you seriously if okay. every other week you have a new best friend? Everybody your bestie. Everybody your best friend. Everybody, there's no weight to the word. It's a BFF horse. They always have a new BFF. Every two seconds. Everybody's their BFF. No. I'm like, hold on. Didn't you just say that was your Mm best? I don't even use, I don't don't think I've used that word best friend since like high school. Right. Because for
0: me, my friends are my friends. Mm -hmm. And there's not a whole lot of them. Mm -hmm. So my friends are my friends. Mm -hmm. I know how the relationship was formed and born I know um, what we connect on I know like I know my friends and I can't know hundreds of people that way I don't I I have a circle and there are people who have come in and gone out of that circle and and that's okay but um, when I think about just my friends my real friends I there aren't a whole lot of them and when I call them friend I, I really mean it right and we have I have very um long established relationships too and that's that's meaningful to me. I so remember that song that came out, No New Friends? Mm-hmm. So yeah, but I wasn't on that because I don't believe in that. I think
1: that i I would love to make new friends. I like the idea But of I want friends. them to be real friends. But you have to
0: be careful, too, because, mm-hmm. you know, at our age, people come with a lot. Oh, yeah. When you make friends at
1: 19... You're not only making friends with a person, but they're with their baggage, yes. with their children, mm-hmm. with their spouse. So you have to be very selective. That's what I'm saying. If you're calling everybody your friend... I don't want no parts of it. Yeah. I don't want no parts of it. It's not real. It's no, fake. It's right. phony. It's not organic. It's it's concentrated. Right. Ooh, it's concentrated. Yeah. And you have an agenda. I feel like it's not, it's like you, there's a purpose for you calling everybody your phone. Well, almost is it? like you just want to
0: rack up a bunch of, li- a list of Oh, friends. I know that
1: person. That's my friend. No, you, it's not. You've hung out with that person twice, and it was not even really hung out. Y'all were just in a mutual space together. Right. That doesn't make that person your friend.
0: Mm-hmm. It doesn't. And, so, and I think that... When do we learn that, though? When do we learn what true friendship is? Because when we're kids, everybody's our friend.
1: So, no. Not in my you house. You weren't like that? Mm-mm. My mother um, is very particular about that. So even at school, like... Like, we weren't allowed to use certain words in my house. Mm -hmm. We could not say hate. Even for a show, even for a food, we were not allowed to say hate. My mother instilled in us that words have meaning Mm -hmm. and they carry weight and when you say you hate something that's very strong right so be careful how you use it she would prefer if you say i dislike broccoli right she did not like to hear i hate broccoli right she's like what no you don't i dislike broccoli cuz you may change your mind you might like broccoli down that's the road true. and you know what she's right i like broccoli right. now i love it now so i love it my mother right, <laughs> right my mother's taught me from the time that i've been very young mm-hmm. to be very careful about the words that i use and that they do carry weight right so from the time that I've been young, I, I haven't had—if I called somebody my friend, they were really my friend.
0: So it wasn't just casually and not knowing mm-hmm. what things meant. Mm-hmm. I remember being young. My friends were actually my cousins. Mm-hmm. That's what okay. <laughs> my friends my family. Right. And then there were a couple of neighbors in my neighborhood that I was allowed to play with, but only in front of my house. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and so. Mm-hmm. I grew up in New York at this time. Mm-hmm. And my mother, she wasn't, my mother's yeah. Jamaican. She's not trying to, you can't go outside and play with none of those people. You have two sisters right, right. here. On the weekends, we I made to you to grandma's house. Right. And you can hang out with your cousins. I don't know. My mother didn't like us. It was, it was the 80s. Yeah. It was In different. New York. It's different. And she I was, was in the 80s in Detroit. So mm-hmm. it was right it's scary yeah it's so
0: i and i would say that my my parents did a good job of protecting us and also making sure i was able to play with my cousins and um just and i made school friends and those school friends those relationships you know my mom would form a relationship with their mom even if they didn't become friends they knew each other so that we could play together
1: you my friend at school and i leave it
0: that's (laughs) it see we would go
1: skating yeah, no, my and we would do all that stuff within our family. With your
0: yeah, but and then see, our family wasn't super big either. Also, we have a huge family, and so sometimes when you have a lot of kids, it's able you're able to do that. And we were just a little.
1: I think as I got into like junior high school and high school, and I started to form my own personality. Mm-hmm. Then I started to make friends right. of my own. But even then, I was still very wary, and I didn't just toss the word out there. Right. If I called you my friend, you were really my friend. Um. And then my mother would allow them to spend the night at our house. Right. My mother wasn't really with the shits of me spending the night out. She just, you know, very protective of her kids. Um, But what's funny is um, Omar, my child, Mm -hmm. is extremely social. And he has a lot of friends, like for real friends. Like people that he speaks to on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. And what I like about him is that he's he's established friendships in different places and from the time that he was very young. Mm -hmm. So he has friends in L.A., he has friends in Miami, he has friends up north, and he connects everybody. So
0: oh, he he doesn't compartmentalize. See, his I compartmentalize. Right. I like, don't like mixing up. You friends. are my friend right. over here.
1: And, and that, I know certain personalities but, don't mix. Well and then you spend time with that friend over right. there. So yes, right. I understand that. Omar's not like that. He's like, Oh, this is my friend Jay. Jay you need to be friends with Byron. Byron you need to be and He's sometimes a kind of nominator. he right. He'll get online and he'll be like, Oh, my you know, Jayden is playing with Byron. Mm-hmm. Byron's here in Atlanta, Jaden's in Miami. And he's and he's made them friends. And he's not jealous. And he's not jealous. Mm. But it's boys. Boys are a little bit different. Me, I was like, Oh no, now they're gonna cut me out (laughs) I wanna do the fun stuff. Oh, we talked about that with Amber with Amber. Like I said, oh no, hang without me. Uh uh, no, y'all better not. (laughs) It's funny, so
0: my friend whose wedding I was in this spring, um, she forbade me from hanging out with her sister in law who's here in Atlanta. She was like, "Y'all can't hang out without me." Because she knows
1: you're gonna enjoy each other's company. Mm-hmm, That's we do. why we do. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you're gonna cut the person out. Like, no. if you and Amber were in, y'all just can't hang out in Atlanta without
0: me. <laughs> you like, but if y'all I'm are right,
1: but but if y'all are in Detroit or somewhere, in y'all, I don't care. Right. That's not gonna bother me. Yeah. And, and I and I connected the two of you with me. Right. I connected the two of you with me because I knew that you guys would get along, mm-hmm. and I knew that you guys had similar personalities and that. You would enjoy enjoy each other, so I did that intentionally. Right. I, otherwise, I wouldn't have let y'all meet. Yeah. I would have kept you separated. You know what else we have in common? Hmm. She also has a deep voice.
0: She does she? Yeah, it's a little deep.
1: I don't think your voice is that deep. I think your voice is kind of high.
0: It is high usually, but right now, all these trees. This giving me this In this moment, deep voice. all of a
1: sudden, you think you got Beyonce. <laughs> I, know,
0: I know. I wish I. I want somebody to say, I don't "You think sound Amherst's like your voice sing. is that deep."
1: It's a little deep. You think so? A little deep. Just a little you know, I like Amber because I think that she thinks very similarly to the way that we think
0: I was gonna and, and you know what I was gonna say? I like a person who is very thoughtful about what they say, mm-hmm. and she is that absolutely. You can tell that she doesn't get all caught up. She mm-hmm. really does take in what's being said mm-hmm. and measures her response. Mm-hmm. And even if it, it might come quickly, it's not
1: knee-jerk. She's not just responding to respond. Mm-mm. She's not waiting to speak. No. And that is a, a skill. Right. Because people be, just... Because I'd be waiting to speak sometimes. <laughs> can you just get <laughs> to the point? Like, get to the on. period so I can say what I have to say. Because I want to say what i got to say. It's more <laughs> important also, than what you talk about. I was
0: to say, what you're saying is not even important. Right. And I've, I've caught myself saying that to people. Because it's true, though. And, and sometimes, I, not in every, not, not in every, every situation, sin- but, but sometimes, sometimes it's just like, like, "Oh God, you said this fifty times. Don't say it again, please." Or one time I was listening and I was just kind of ticking off with my fingers, like how many times the shit got repeated. Right. And I was like, "Okay, so in the span of thirty-eight minutes, you've said this nine times." Yeah. Like, Come on now. You, we, you, know, you don't have to say it again. I'm not four.
1: Right. So. Mm. And Ooh, I also. Does that make me nasty? Um, no, it doesn't. Okay. Not at all. It makes you human. Good. Um, One thing I like about Amber, too, is that she's a person that lives in her truth, as we do. Mm -hmm. And she is intentional about the way that she lives. And she has a backbone. Yes. Yes. She demands respect of herself. Mm -hmm. I like that strength. Right. I'm attracted to that strength in women. Mm -hmm. And I also know that she's a person that is not going to use that word friend loosely. Right. I know that if she calls somebody her friend, that is her friend. Mm -hmm. If she tells somebody, I love you, It there is it's real it's real. Right. If you saying I love you to everybody, I don't even want it. It's just too it's it's not real. Exactly. All right, so the jumping are the ones. So that's the thing too. I don't understand how people do that. How people jump from one relationship to another from week to week, like black China. Oh yeah. I've never seen somebody have so many men in a span of one year. Like how do you and I mean if you like randomly hooking up with people, that's your business, but keep it on a low. Yeah, but the you world publicize know about it like, "This is my boo. This right. is my boo. This, 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 man, this is my this boo." Mine. And how many booths have you had this year? Fifty. Right. No wonder they can't take you seriously, and no, no wonder nobody want, can think about having a committed relationship with you because you use the word so loosely and you say it to everybody. They don't feel special anymore. Right. right. And they know that there's they're, you replace people so easily and that's the whole thing that it is a when i think
0: about relationships that i've been in whether it was a horrible relationship or it just ran its course it still takes me time to get over to get through and over Absolutely. my feelings for that person you're just
1: transferring the hurt and the pain
0: or whatever to somebody, somebody, somebody
1: give yourself a chance to heal and
0: i and i do tr- i do give myself space for that is because it, it's okay. because my feelings Are very real. Absolutely. And so when I have, even if I've just strongly cared for someone, it's, you know, maybe been on the cusp of love or even if I love them, I just can't jump from one thing to another. I can't either. Even, now I will say this, in the past, I have been in relationships where I was, I broke up with them in my mind and in my heart and was getting over it. And then by the time I ended it with them, I was done. to move on. Right. Right. But I don't want to do that to people anymore. Right. So what I want um, and what I've done now is when I feel like I don't want to be in a relationship anymore for whatever reason and we've talked and it's just not working out, then i go ahead and end it. I don't go through my grieving process sitting right next to you because then that's making you
1: think that I'm present and working
0: on this when I'm really not.
1: And not only that, I think that the grieving process as you get older is different because your strength is different. So you're not really crying no more. Not for six months now. no. It's like okay, this is not working for me. I've identified the red flags, and I'm moving on from this situation. Mm-hmm. I might be sad for about maybe a month, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna have to go ahead and pull myself out of this rut. I don't have the time to waste no. on feeling bad about something that is not even going on right. anymore. That's like, not even I happening. Need wrong. Right. Um. Yeah, I don't know how people do that. I don't know how people just oh, you had a child with this man, and then y'all broke up, and two weeks later you're with him. And I'm no. like. I just emotionally, mentally, I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. Between each, I've had three real relationships. I've dated mm-hmm. other people, but I've had three real relationships. And in between those relationships were years. Right. There they were years. They weren't six months and I dated and I was in a relationship with somebody else. No, there were years mm-hmm. apart.
0: And I could, yeah. And if you really honor yourself and honor your process, mm-hmm. It would take time. Yeah. You can't just jump into things. I remember when I got pregnant um, and Zion's father left me because I decided to keep the baby. Mm -hmm. So I was very hurt. I was devastated. I was pregnant, humiliated, rejected, abandoned, all of these things. Mm -hmm. And I had a friend from college. He was just my friend, like my real friend. But I, I dated his roommate. And then we both uh, lived in Jacksonville after college. Like, we both left college without finishing at that school and just came home to work and finished that way. So we would hang out, but nothing uh, romantic or sexual ever happened. But he always paid attention to my interest. He always, like for my birthday, he would buy me little things that, I like not like heavy romantic. But he paid gifts. attention to he things. He paid like attention. He to knew me. that you
1: like this specific body wash. From and so he
0: would get right, it. Right, and right, He right. knew that um, you know he bought me these cute little um, necklaces, about, you know, around my sign, and just thoughtful, just very thoughtful things. And so he had moved back home um, to DC. And he was actually in town visiting his family for Thanksgiving and so he called me and said hey I'm here and I wanted to see you and I said well I just want to let you know before you get to here that I'm pregnant and he was like oh wow really when are, when are you due and so I told him I, when I was due and he was like okay well I'll, I'll be to your parents house in about an hour mm-hmm. and he came over and this is you know still I'm still hurting and devastated and pregnant he comes over He had a huge bag full of baby clothes and blankets and all kinds of items from, like he went to Target and wherever else. He walks in the door with all this stuff because that's my friend. Now also, I feel like he was in love with me too, Mm -hmm. but he was my, like my real friend. So he even said to me, he was like, well, what's going on? What's your situation? And I told him, and at this time I wasn't working, I was on bed rest, everything. And he said, well, come Come to, come live here with me and I'll take care of you. And I but I couldn't unstick myself out of the situation that I was in and my feelings that and were attached like that, But it
1: wasn't fair to put that no, on him.
0: It wasn't. Right. But when I think about it. And not that I have him? No, because he's well, I still have he's married and has children and oh. it just would be a weird Right. And and so, um, like I still like, I ran into his mother at the grocery store um, over the holidays, and she still remembers me. So, it's good like that. Right. But I think that if it were a truly 100% platonic friendship, then it would be appropriate. But because it was this...
1: Unstated.
0: Un- yeah, undiscussed, right. unexplored thing. Right. It would not be fair. And I wouldn't want to... Um, I wouldn't want to put any woman through that. Right. And not that he is holding any torch for me now, but I just, you know, so no, but he's You're like out the best person. For his wife. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. He, but he is hands down the best man that I know. And if, if anyone were to ask me, all right, go through your history of dating or even just men that you knew, he would be the one that got away. Yeah. Like he would be the best guy yeah. possible yeah. to be around Zion, to be with me. He's a great guy. And I'm so glad that he's married. He has children. And, but when I think about somebody who was really my friend and who was really trying to be there for me at a low point in my life, like he was that without me having to ask, he just showed up. That's a good man. But I didn't, I couldn't recognize it. And I didn't need to. You like, he wasn't. And not. And
1: like I that. But right then, in that moment, you weren't in the space. Oh, not at all. To entertain a
0: I was nothing. Right, 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 I was. I could not had have given waited him waited about a year
1: or two. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Right. Hey. It's right. your new daddy. Right. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. Oh my exactly. My but you needed, you needed a moment I to recover. I did. But, it, it,
0: but it's interesting because after Zion was born, so a few months after he was born, I ended up back in a relationship with his dad. It was a hot mess. And then, What? four years later then it was finally over and I think about that like first of all I never should have got back into this situation with you yeah. after you devastated my life and secondly damn I wonder what dude was doing because I should have just you yeah. know I thought about all those things but I will say that going through all of those things has made me stronger has made me better has made me um be able to look at people differently too like you can recognize good when you see it mm-hmm. and not try to Created, right? Because I've tried to piece shit together in a man to, and
1: make them good. You're trying to see their potential, yeah, mm-hmm.
0: and potential. So, oh, listen, that that will rob you, girl. Yeah, potential has robbed me of not. I have allowed potential to rob me for years right. because I see the good in someone. No, that's bullshit. So it might be there, but it's not um front and center. No,
1: it's deep it. down. I get it. I get it. And I think that everybody's guilty of that, mm-hmm. of seeing somebody's potential. Oh, you know, she's a hoe, but not that big. But I can right. fix that. I can fix that. I can fix that. Listen, when we, once we marry, she's not going to want nobody else. You know, and You have to kind of accept people for who they are yes. instead of wanting to change them to help them reach their potential. Right. Um, but the truth is, too, that you had to go through. God wanted you to get back with Zion's dad. You had to go through that because there were lessons that you needed to learn that you hadn't learned yet. Mm-hmm. So that's the way I look at everything. When I don't live with any regrets. Right. I've made poor decisions. Yes. Right? But those poor decisions helped me to be who I am today. And I like the person that I am. Without those poor decisions, without those bad, those mistakes and those bad situations, I would not be able to be as strong as I am right now. Right. And I, there were lessons that I needed to learn. And unfortunately, I was never the person to be able to heed the advice of anybody. I had to go through the shit by myself. Mm -hmm. So, God was like, okay, I'm going to put you through some shit then. Here you go. Since you don't want to learn, your mama told you and you're not listening, I'm going to put you through some shit. Right. So, I went through some crazy shit. And then, but I needed to because that's the way I learned, like, oh, now I understand. Right. Now I understand why. I shouldn't be doing this, and I should value myself at this, and I should not accept this, and I should not ignore these flags. and I demanded more. Mm-hmm. God wanted me to see my worth, right? And so, bringing it back, that's why I don't use words loosely. Yes. That's why things matter to me. I know that not everybody has had the same experiences mm-hmm. in life. Some people are just smarter from the jump. They just make better decisions. Um, and I, I, even my son, he makes better decisions than I made at 11. I look at him. He just makes, he's just wiser than I, I was. Right. He doesn't have to go through something to know the outcome. Yes. I had to actually, Oh, well, if I stick my hand in the fire, I'm gonna burn myself. Let me just try it right. anyway. <laughs> Let me just Let me see. Get close. Omar's like, Mm-mm, I'm not putting my hand in that damn fire. You crazy. It looks hot. Right. I feel
0: it over here. Right. I don't need to put my hand in there. And you burned yourself like a fool. Right. I'm not stupid.
1: <laughs> so he, he doesn't need to experience something personally in order to learn from it. Mm-hmm. I unfortunately was not that person. Right. I was stupid and had to literally learn from experience. Yes. Um, but that's why I also value the words more so than he does. So there are certain things, too, that maybe I make a big deal about that maybe he may not. Because he hasn't had to go through the same experiences right. that I do. So if I say, if he calls somebody his friend, and I'm like, is that really your friend, y'all? Oh, come on, mom. Is it even that deep? Like, you're overthinking it.
0: Well, I am not overthinking it, and this is why. But I think he will, as he matures, too, he'll get to that place of really understanding. But the truth is, is that everybody that he calls his friend is his friend. It really is his friend. It
1: really is his friend. You know, we have discussions with him. You've talked to him, and he'll talk about people, and he'll be like, no, that's not really my friend. That's That's somebody I know. He is very clear. He makes distinctions. He's very clear. Mm -hmm. That's somebody I know at school. That's somebody that I go to school with, but that's not my friend.
0: So I would say Zion doesn't have a lot of friends. Mm -hmm. He knows people, but he doesn't have a lot of friends. And when I ask him who his friends are, because I want to know those names. His mama. Me yeah. and uh, his brother, mm-hmm.
1: and, and what's crazy and my, is that my
0: brother, my brother, mm-hmm. like I, his friends are like more his family, family. His and then people that um, my friend circle in Jacksonville that uh, we all had children; um, those are his friends. And
1: him and Omar are friends.
0: They are friends, mm-hmm. and and but he 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 doesn't require a lot of friends mm-hmm. at
1: all. And the crazy thing is that Zion is very attractive. He's a very good-looking yeah. boy very handsome crazy character he's funny i mean he has a he just doesn't want no he doesn't want it and i love that he doesn't want it or he doesn't need the attention he's not looking for validation outside of his family right and that's how you know you're doing a good job as a mother and you're loving him enough that's true because he's not looking for no he don't need it he don't need it he doesn't need a bunch of friends to feel validated and important so I even I found myself asking him
0: because he just finished his freshman year, You don't get invited to any parties? Not that I really want him to go, mm-hmm. but I'm just curious. He was like, I get invited places, I just don't want to go. I was like, All right.
1: Now, I'm My child that. will <laughs> never turn down no kind of party. He's it like, don't matter. Let let me going. Omar, Omar is wanna with pop the shits. his fingers. Omar <laughs> loves some party. <laughs> you can't say anything about a party. Omar was like, I'm there. <laughs> Mommy, you need to drop me off. Oh, you can't drop me off. I'm me you an Uber. Mine. He, he loves just... some parties, girl. He likes he's to gone socialize. to the
0: movies, he's gone um to some games for school. But other than that, he's not really and he's not antisocial. He does a lot of socializing online, like when he's playing the game mm-hmm. and they're talking that way. But it Omar doesn't look like Yeah, it doesn't look like when I was a teenager, but I'm also not trying to push him out there no, either. That's not I want what he him wants. to do his thing. Right. And I do I do create situations where he can be around other kids, like uh, playing sports and being on teams and, and also have, he has a membership at the Y so he can go and play. Right. But it also helps me to feel comfortable because I feel like I'm keeping him safe. Right. I mean, even though it's not me, I'm not saying, oh, if anybody invites you someplace, you can't go. I'm just glad that, you know, he's just chilling. Omar has an
1: insane social calendar. <sighs> Insane. You have he's, to put it in your phone, don't yeah, you? He, yeah. He he's constantly doing stuff. He's constantly invited to things. He always wants to go. He never turns down an invite. Mm-hmm. He likes to be around other kids. He likes to be at the party. He feels like he's gonna miss fun. And I think that that's something that he got from his father. His the father. Phone mom. His father is like that too. They just like to be in the fun. Right. They like to be in the mix. They're mixy i pe- I'm not. Mm-mm. Yeah. I'm more like Zion. I like to be in the house. I like to have fun on my terms. Right. I've been invited to probably several things this week alone. Mm-hmm. I haven't accepted that one. <laughs> like, because I don't want to. I don't want to. Because I could. Right. I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to. I'd rather be at home with my children. Right. I, that, to me, I'm comfortable with that. And I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. I don't feel like I'm missing anything. If Omar skips a party, he feels like he's missing, like, oh, they're having fun without me, and I'm I'm missing it. And then he'll come back and be like, hey, we're just all right. I'm like, well, you knew we well, were going to be all right. Why were you so pressed to go? Like, you- have me put on my house slippers and everything <laughs> to take you out. I mean, goodness. <laughs> pressed. You stay pressed to go to the party. But then once you, you come back, oh, it was just all right. And this person was there and they got on my nerves. And, and I'm like, well, then why did you go? Oh my gosh. But ask, he cannot miss a party. That's his father though. His father's like that too. He's very social. And the truth is that it works for him. Mm-hmm. It's benefited him. Right. No matter where his father goes, he has friends in that place. He And these are people that he's known for. I mean, he's literally had friends from elementary school. He was born in Brooklyn. Yeah. Grew up in Miami. And he still stayed friends with those people. He like, and I'm like, how do you remember the names of the kids in my damn <laughs> elementary school? He just, you know, yeah. different different personality, and I and I can appreciate that and I can respect it, but I also make sure to let Omar know that words have meanings and I know that even though he may attend somebody's party he's not going to say that's my friend just because I went to their party no he makes because I've taught him the importance of words and the gravity of them if I'm calling you my friend you're really my friend Mm -hmm. and I love the way that he's hooked his real friends up with other friends like he has his friend in LA and Plays online with him and and like he wants everybody to be friends. He's like the oh, not like me where I'm the separate person. Right. He doesn't mind. So I'm that friend
0: too. I bring, I like to bring my friends together. It's super convenient and it's all and I think it's because now there's some friends I would not um, put with anybody else just because I know that. They're special, right? Um, special in terms of they might be high maintenance or you know, just not go with the flow with like everybody all else. All personalities
1: mix. exactly. Like I said, I put you and Amber together because I would knew mix. those personalities would that right. they would mix. There are some other friends that I have that I would not because I know that they just would not be able to. You and I are, can be a lot, mm-hmm. yeah. I know all this personality it's a lot of hair like... there's a lot of oh they, they would need to decompress after right. us they would need to have a glass of wine right it might be a little bit much and, for the, them, and i get that so i wouldn't even expose them to yes.
0: it. yes it's funny when i um, my cousin that um we call each other twin cousins so she was living in dallas and decided to have this detroit to dallas birthday weekend and so people came in from detroit um I came in from Florida and so she and three two or three other friends came to pick me up from the airport and so I come out the door and she was like we're right here and I was like hey uh-huh, and I, I was popping and twerking and then it. she got out the car and she was popping and twerking right. and so her friend said oh my god there's two of them right and I was like Yes. And it was two of us all weekend. Yeah. Like, so I get that. I
1: love that though. I love that energy. It's <laughs> so much fun. <laughs> I find it very I find it contagious. Yes. Um, you can't be in a bad mood around people like you. You right. just you just can't. It's like they it's very uplifting. It's the laughter
0: mm-hmm. and the dancing mm-hmm. and the just I love that joy. I love that. I love that. And I just
1: that. I like feeling I love oh I like gosh. being happy. Yes. And I like having a good time. Mm-hmm. I like easy breezy light and easy. You I know? do. Like I don't want any. And a little twerk be... in between. I like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I like the twerk now. Don't tell my child. He just—he swears just, I can't I twerk. Saw he ran up on you when I was he talking did. about
0: twerking. I know. He's yeah, he's very um, like aware of my womanhood right now. Like he's like, when we
1: get back inside, I'm gonna do just a little, just a little twerk and watch how Omar reacts. It's like he. Loses his mind. Lord, why are you trying to run the baby's pressure? I'm up? just trying to show you. How <laughs> is your he, he <laughs> You're actually, trying to run that baby's pressure. Parties, up. <laughs> he doesn't even want me to dance. Even if it's like a solid, Nothing. He's like, you can't even. He just have a seat right here. He don't want. He doesn't even want me going to the parties. Right.
0: When Zion was in elementary school and I was the teacher at the school, and we would have school dances. So first of all, I was practicing all week with my students because I want to do all the dance. Right. We would have dance breaks in my class. I'm like, all right, y'all, I'm tired of teaching this dance break. I would turn on some electric music, slide. We, we doing, we doing, all, doing right. everything.
1: The cupid shuffle. One let's little go. girl
0: was doing some sort of, and I was like, hey, get over here, right? Show me how you do it, right, right. <laughs> right. So I could do it at the school dance. Oh, Lord. I'm the teacher in the middle of all the kids popping, dancing, sweating, just everything, right? And Zion is looking crazy off to the side because everybody's like, that's your mama, that's your
1: mama. And he's like, no, that my mama. <laughs>
0: I want to go sit down. Right. Give me money for a snack. Right. He would just be so bummed out. Right. Then, when he went to middle school, some of my old students were at his middle school, and there was a dance. Oh, they're like, oh, your, I was ma- like your mama come in? Yes. The dance? And he was like, You cannot come to the dance. I was like, Well, can I come in at the end? He right. was like, At the end. So I came in, I right. was popping it a little bit, and he rolled his eyes and met me at the car.
1: They take it personally. First of all, you got a cool mama. Right. They don't- you the cool mama. I am the cool mama like how do you know omar knows that though because <laughs> even when he's online with his friends he'll call me in the room and be like mommy guess what do you, you, right. you really said that <laughs> oh i'm put my mom on the mic hold on y'all because he knows that i'm the cool right. mom but he wants me cool in my in my lane yeah he doesn't want me stepping out of the lane if i'm dancing no the dancing is where the line is drawn that's where he gets very serious like omar is funny as you can see mm-hmm. he's funny he's relaxed most of the time but when it comes to his mother dancing or any kind of thing that might be might sexualize. Right. I was a way. about to say sexualize. He's like, uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. Uh uh-uh. uh. I remember one time, it was just like a month ago, I put on something to go out. Mind you, I've gained a lot of weight since I've had the baby, so it's not, I didn't even think it was that showy, but whatever. It was a little bit more form fitting. Where do you think you're going like that? I said, Excuse me, sir. Last time I checked, I'm the mom, and you're the, right. He's like, uh uh, you showing too much. You need to put something else. And I'm like, Omar, come on. Mm-hmm. He gets very.
0: Crazy, yes, I ain't got a little crazy when I wore um,
1: how did did we get to this? I don't know. Let's 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 get off of that because we could talk about these fools forever. Let me not even talk about him.
0: You know what's funny is they need to become they need to come and be guests on our show. Oh, we could have because they're entertaining, they are entertaining, but we have to give them a topic and let them uh kind of do a little research so that they're prepared to talk about it because I mean, on the fly, they're hilarious, but. Good guy, we would be spending the whole hour trying to control them.
1: <laughs> it would be a mess. Right. It would just
0: be an hour of us reprimanding them. Right. And and Don't right. say that. Right. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, back to so circling back. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that you mentioned was that you, your opinion about a person can't be swayed. Yes. So you. Um,
1: so there's a lot of times that you may introduce me to somebody mm-hmm. and you'll though you'll give me a disclaimer about right. the person like just want to let you know you might not want to invite her to your house because she's a kleptomaniac and she's steel and sometimes she's a little exaggerated with her stories and then
0: you'd be like well number one why are you well, friends with this right. person
1: steel, <laughs> right so <laughs> she's you. a liar and she's still
0: right but that's
1: my girl though why is no. she so right, right. <laughs> So, you can give me a disclaimer about a person, and this goes, rings true for everybody. Mm -hmm. I don't really make my judgments based on other people's experiences. Unless it's like, that person raped somebody. You know what I mean? Like, it has to be something, like, concrete, and I I know about it. It's for real. I know that things can be misinterpreted, and I know that other people's opinions um, can be much different than mine. Mm -hmm. You may see a person this way, like, oh, this person is needy. Well, to you, you may find that person needy. Let me form my own judgment and opinion of this person. I I don't like when people automatically assume that someone's interpretation of someone is accurate. Right. That's not always the case. Mm -hmm. That is just the experience that that person has had. I think that we should take more time being a little bit more neutral ground for people and allowing them to show them show themselves to us before forming these concrete judgments on them or taking somebody's word and running with it. So yes, somebody can give you like a referral or recommendation for a job, you know, like, oh, I I vouched for this person. This person's amazing. But then once you hire the person, the person's the role, they're trash. Exactly. And you're like, what the fuck? I thought you said they were the bomb. Mm -hmm. You always can, you, you can't always go with what somebody is saying about someone. And I am big on that. Yes. You do Good or bad. Right. I'm glad good or it bad. It doesn't matter. A right. good
0: reference doesn't mean that that person is suited for this role or that we would even click. Right. Um, all of that matters. And even, I. so I, I um, I have this thing about uh, wanting to meet people that are vouched for,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but even in trusting your perspective mm-hmm. or your, your vision on someone, that doesn't mean that I don't have to do my own vetting as well. Right. And so I, I don't. I think I get um nervous about how lazy we can be. Mm-hmm. Like like something's already done for us. Mm-hmm. Like, oh you say she's great, then she's great. And mm-hmm. then I don't have to do my own vetting. Not, no, not true. Or you say she's terrible, then she's terrible. Then I have to do my own vetting. Like that's that's not true. We and still have similar, to do our own. And work. and as
1: similar as we are, we may have different perceptions and, and we like different things. Exactly. We're different people. Exactly. So I um what's funny, my cousin that I'm always talking about mm-hmm. that I love um, we both have a cousin that we love. Oh, that's my blue honey. <laughs> my BFF cousin. So I, um, I, I hooked her up with some of my friends in New York because I knew that, and it didn't bother me that she was hanging out with them mm-hmm. when I wasn't there, because I knew that we have similar personality and they would get along. I, I kind of prefaced some people with, mm-hmm. okay, this is how, this is my interaction with this person. You may experience something different, right. blah, blah, blah. She made her own friends when she got up there, mm-hmm. and there was one girl in particular that she made friends with and she's like oh my god i like this girl she's a white girl i like this girl blah blah, blah. she invited me to stay at her apartment in hell's kitchen and it's convenient because i can catch the train and blah blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. so she's like i want to introduce you to her so we went out one night i went to new york to visit her we went out one night and she introduced me to this girl from the moment i met the girl the girl didn't even have to really say much i didn't like her mm-hmm. there was something off about the girl right. i just did not like her um and I know that she didn't like me. I think that she saw, she saw that I was able to see through her. Yes. And that bothered her. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I told Keish, I'm like, hey, mm-mm. And she's usually a pretty good judge of character. I'm like, no, this person is not cool. She's like, really? I don't like her. And I said, well, you're, in, you're entitled right. to your opinion. You can hang out with her and, you know, do whatever. But I'm telling you, there's something about that girl. So she was staying with her at her apartment in Hell's Kitchen um, but then I'd come and I was like, mm, well, I'm here. You need to stay with me. Right. <laughs> so she was like, okay, well, bring me by the apartment and I'm going to get my stuff and come with you. So I, I always, I usually always run a car when mm-hmm. I'm in New York because I don't always like taking the train. Right. Like, bougie self. <laughs> so I drive her to the apartment. I wait downstairs in the car because there's no parking and I'm circling the block. She runs upstairs to get her stuff and she comes down. About two days later, the girl calls her and accuses me of stealing something from her apartment. My cousin's like, well, she didn't even go inside. So how is it that she stole anything from your apartment? And what is it that's missing? She's like, oh, a pair of Chloe sunglasses. She's like, yeah, no. I didn't steal it, no. okay? And I'm sorry if that's what you feel. Right. I didn't steal it, and my cousin wasn't even... She just wanted something to say about it. Yes. Me. She just wanted something to say. She, she did not want... She was trying to put a bad taste in my... But that's my cousin. She knows me. She let bitch buy. First of all, my cousin don't need to steal. Nothing. And she wasn't even... And secondly, she was in the car. She was in the car. I never even went up to the girl's place. She just wanted something to say. Mm -hmm. But it's because I saw right through her. And then, as my cousin gets off the phone with her, she's like, hold it. Don't tell me. I know you told me already. (laughs) You saw right through her. You knew she wasn't about shit. Right. Okay, fine. I, ha- I get it. But she had to learn that on her yes. own. Yes.
0: Well, and that's not the feeling she got, though. Right. So based on her inter- interactions with her, it was fine. Mm-hmm. You came along. You had a different interaction or a different vibe. Right. You shared it. Mm-hmm. But you weren't trying to
1: impose that on her. You no, let and, her know. I, and yeah. then something happened. And then she First of all, down. she's a grown-ass woman. I'm yep. not her mama. Exactly. And my cousin is an Aquarius just like me. Mm-hmm. She's hella strong. So even if she may have been tricked in that moment, she she would have real figured it out real right. fast. She's not she's not stupid by mm-hmm. any means. So I don't feel the need, and I'm not like that. I don't want to control anybody. No, because I don't like to be controlled. I like. Oh to, no, I want to control Omar though. <laughs> he controls his ass. And he's his like his I damn want mouth. to control my children. Yeah, like my that's... children, yes. But, but I want I
0: to. I know that when I have a bad feeling about something or someone, I do like to share it because not yeah. every time, but. Most times, I feel the need to share it because
1: I don't want it to be unsaid. So, like when we invited, when I invited, when you were like, "Oh, I want to meet Miss Pat," so Miss Pat is the woman that's going to be watching surgery yes. while I go back to work. Um, You wanted to come and fill her out. You wanted to feel energy. I did. And <laughs> when you were in here, you would have told me, "Hey, I know I'm that like, you hire yeah. her, but I, there's something about her I just don't like." But mm-hmm. you didn't get that. Nope. You could tell that she was a woman that was experienced. She's older, and she knows how to take care of yes her. her she wasn't going to miss. She's not going to mistreat her at all. So. And, you were, and now, it was, and it was you feel so com- funny.
0: Now, now I feel fine. Right, right. Now I don't have to leave work in the
1: middle of the day. To come and come check, check on the baby. Right. <laughs>
0: right. You feel comfortable. But I just like. But you would have told me. Oh, absolutely. You would have said, I'm
1: getting a bad vibe. Yeah. I, I wasn't about feeling about her.
0: her. I would have said so. Right. And it was, and that's a good thing. Like, and I liked that. I'm so glad that when I came in, she was already here and I could just walk into her energy and it felt, I mean, but she And you saw good. my sister showed up too. Yep.
1: That's a real thing. My sister showed up. She's like, hold on. Who, who's there? Yeah, let me come yeah, yeah. by and let right? me see what's going on. <laughs> who's going to be watching Zuri? Okay. Hi, Miss Pat. How you doing? Let me ask you a few questions. Right. Because yes. Because she wants to gauge as mm-hmm. well. Because just because I'm saying that I'm selective about my words and I'm, you know, I make a person earn my respect, that doesn't mean I don't make poor judgments sometimes.
0: And we all do. Right. And it, and it doesn't mean that we didn't trust your judgment. Right. It's like we just all weigh in.
1: Right. We just like, we just right. want
0: to feel and...
1: I'm like, okay, and I'll sometimes good. you'll catch something that I miss exactly, that's and all. that's
0: and that's I think that's the that's why we all need each other, right? Because you will catch something that I miss, right? And I'll catch something that you miss, and that's and that's great, that's why we need each other, right? I can't imagine just navigating life alone and relying. I can,
1: can you do it solely on you? Mm-hmm. No, I, don't. I think I'd be lonely, but I think I can, I can do it.
0: I mean, Let I me I tell you, figure people. It out, people
1: they bring headaches. Well, that's why you keep it small. I know, but even the small time sometimes—that's true. They, even that, you know, that, even
0: that is a headache.
1: Yeah, sometimes they get on your nerves. My child is a headache sometimes. My son's a headache every yeah. day, and I love him to death. But jeez, I know people are headaches. They are. So, and that's another thing too that I know is one of my biggest character flaws. I feel like I don't need anybody. I want yeah. people. I want people in my life and I want you in my life, mm-hmm. but I don't feel the need for anybody. Like I need this person. And I think that that's, a, I think that's a character flaw. I was going to say, are we supposed to need? Yes. Mm-hmm. What? Okay. So what do you mean by need? Um, you need human interaction. You need somebody for checks and balances. You need somebody to tell you when you're fucking up. You need you. Okay. When a baby's born and they come out, they're screaming and they're wailing. The moment that they're placed into their mother's arms, what happens? They calm down. They stop crying. Mm -hmm. Because innately, all humans thrive off of human touch and interaction. Mm -hmm. That love right there, just shut that baby up. Innately, humans need it. When you don't need or you feel like you don't need human interaction or you feel like you don't need human love, you might be a sociopath. Like, what's wrong with you? Everybody needs that. So sometimes I'm like, hmm, is something wrong with me? Because I feel like I, I need my children because i've made them and i feel Mm -hmm. like they need me Mm -hmm. But i don't really feel like i need anybody i think that that's a character flaw Hmm. i absolutely do i think that everybody needs someone and you should feel like you need somebody and it's not just oh i need somebody to help me pay the bills or i need somebody to help me clean my house i'm talking about you need you yearn right for human interaction
0: was it when, when is the last time you were in a position where you lacked it oh that's true Maybe you that's like what it is. You always have it. I always have it. You always have
1: it. You have sometimes it Sometimes with... I don't... I'm like, damn, I wish everybody would just go away. Yes, yeah, but that's because you I always have I need a moment have of like, silence and quiet and... Oh Lord, I just want no, five minutes to myself.
0: And at least for eleven years you've always had Omar. That's true. And then prior to that you always had something else. So I don't think that you've been I don't I don't that's I would true I would not color you as a sociopath or even one in training because mm-hmm. you have always had it. Right. It's never you've never had it. was had removed these. from
1: me then maybe yeah. Yeah, you would. Oh, that's true because when Omar goes like on vacation and mm-hmm. like goes away from me, I'm bugging. Right. right. That's you try, true. And you right. enjoy yourself in between,
0: but you still have your moments where you're bugging. I so, want him yeah. You know. I want him
1: home. You do need.
0: I do need human interaction. You don't have the, you haven't had the space and the opportunity to recognize,
1: to feel the need. But the thing is, I you're always on full. Right. But I want the human interaction with my family. I'm talking about you need external. Everybody Mm -hmm. needs external human human interaction. They need it. But even that, you've been getting that. That's true. You
0: get it at work. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like you get it. Yeah. You don't, you're not in a position. Okay. I work from home. Mm-hmm. That shit is lonely as fuck. I am so used to people to the point where I called you and was like, I need to come to your house to right, work because right. I need people around. And I don't mind it. I need people, like I needed, even if we didn't say anything to each other, I just needed people, mm-hmm. a person, something. So, um, I need it, but I've also been in a position where I've got to feel you're isolated. Yeah. I had, you haven't felt that. Nope. That's true. So then you're like, what would it feel like to not be around anybody? Ooh, because I kind of want to like be it. I'm right. <laughs> take a
1: couple naps. Yes. Yes, I talk about sleep all the time because this yes. is very you're important. Like, Ooh, a nap? I, mean, I love, I love a good nap. Yeah. So yeah, I think uh,
0: no, you're not a. Social because bad. when
1: when you have children too, you don't sleep well. No, I haven't slept well in 11 or 12 years. I'm really tired.
0: My um, so the thing that's interesting is that when Diane would be small, young. Mm. It's almost like I knew when he was sick in the middle of the night Mm -hmm. and I would wake up and go check on him. He'd have a fever, a bloody nose. You weren't really asleep. You were
1: sleeping with one ear and one eye Mm -hmm. open. That's not really sleep. And I
0: still do. And so um, I actually went out of town this past weekend and I realized, poor fella, but I realized that I'm exhausted. And even though I work from home, I'm still
1: just on guard waiting for something to happen you're I'm mm-hmm. on you, alert you're listening constantly I'm constantly listening for Omar and Zuri. yes constantly and so it's like, when I got away I'm sleeping with the anticipation of her waking up yes I'm like damn I'm not really that's not sleep. sleeping I'm tired even right now I'm thinking about it I'm exhausted right I'm and you nap. wanna yeah well her dad's here so you should take a down yeah mm-hmm.
0: that's a real thing
1: because we oh my gosh it's such a job it really is but anyway back to the yeah back to this so I just wish that people would pay attention to and be more cognizant of the way that they use words. And that way, I think the world will be a better place because people would actually feel like they mean something or that the words mean something, that they're not being used loosely. So if somebody tells you that they love you, they mean it. If somebody calls you their friend, they mean it. It's like the word has value. You know, it holds weight. I think that it would force people to be honest with themselves as well. Mm -hmm. Like, is this person really my friend? No, this person is not my friend. Why is this person here? Right. Right. So it would, you would hold yourself accountable. You would hold others accountable. It wouldn't, it would really make life easier because you know, if people are coming in with hidden agendas and motives and you'd hold yourself accountable. Mm-hmm. But then that's the kind of world that I would like to live in. Yes. Not everybody wants that. Some people are like, well, I want everybody to be my friend. I want to call everybody my mm-hmm. friend. I'm cool with everybody. And that's good for you. You're not my tribe.
0: No. You can have your huge um, yeah. lecture class yeah. tribe. And yes. mine is over here in this little corner uh-huh. with
1: the, a few but of us. guess what? They know I love them. They know yes. that they're important to me. And they know that they, they're, they, I value them
0: and then you get to a place too where you start to just like you said you're like why is this person my friend I had to, you know I've done evaluating over the decades and you think about it just because somebody just because you have fun with somebody that doesn't make them your friends Absolutely. like that's your, like your fun fun outlet Absolutely. but or like a drinking buddy or something like that these are not friends and so at some point you just don't even allow them to take any space up in your life because they're
1: not really adding anything. Right. And so... And they need you, so... You know, if they're your drinking buddy, why do they always want to go out drinking with you? Because they need to drink and they need somebody to do it with. Right. So there's an agenda. Exactly. And you just happen to always be available for this person to have drinks with. Mm -hmm. There's a self-destructive behavior attached to that. And they don't care about you because that's the only reason they call you. The only time you hear from them is when they want to drink. Yeah, no, that's not a friend.
0: No. And so then you have to... And I think that's the important thing to teach um, our children, too, is really how to... Pull, peel back those layers and, and understand how somebody is functioning in your life, how they're adding to you, and what they're actually how they're getting from, from you. From. Right, right,
1: right. Because, I mean, all relationships are give and take. You have to give something. Right. But let it be something positive and I yeah. hope that you're getting back and something receiving something positive. positive. Right. So, you know, I don't mind being an outlet for somebody sometimes, though. Mm-hmm. You know, like, girl, I just need to get out tonight. Come out with you're me. You're like, okay. Yeah. I don't mind doing, being an outlet or, you know, that's not an issue. Mm-hmm. But if I'm the good timesy friend where you only call me when you want to go to the club. Because, right. you know, I know the bouncer. And you're going to get in for free. Don't call yeah. me.
0: Now you're just me. using
1: me. Yeah. I don't have time for that.
0: Mm-mm.
1: I've, I've run into a lot of people like that. But it's good that you can discern oh, I, I and get rid of them. know it from the beginning. Right. I'm like, Mm-mm. Oh, you want to talk to who? Because of what? You want me to hook you up with who? Because of what? Like, nah. You got to go. <laughs> gotta I can't go. do it. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. I'm out with them not everybody i don't want to be friends with every i don't want people that want to be friends with people because they know that it will provide opportunity for them the opportunist mentality and i know that in this world today everybody feels like oh well let's support each other let's work together if we work together and we can but it's if i constantly if you if you only want to be friends with me because i'm gonna be a benefit to you financially or opportunity-wise, then I don't want to be friends or with socially. you. Or socially. No. Right. You are trying to be friends with me because it's going to benefit you, and, and not in a emotional way or mental way, but in a financial or a social so way. So that's not
0: friendship. That's networking. Mm-hmm. And you can go do that yourself at, at any variety of events, mm-hmm. at, of events at any city. You can go network yourself.
1: You know, I see a lot of people, because um, obviously now is the era of entrepreneurship. Yes. And there are a lot of people... I never, um, I never really post about anybody's businesses. Mm-hmm. I just don't. And it's not because I don't support them. Right. I'll buy some shit from them. Right. Um, it's just because I feel like that's not really my job. And if you're expecting that of me as your friend, and that's the basis of our friendship, we're not really friends. Right. So people will be like, oh, um, well, you're not really my friend if you're not supporting my business well, guess what? I don't wear toupees. So I'm not going to buy into the, your toupee business right. because I don't wear toupees. Or I can't wear jewelry that's not real because it it makes me break right, out. Right, so I can't support your business. Right. But I'll, you know, if somebody says, hey, do you know somebody? I might, I'll refer you, mm-hmm. you know, but just because I'm not sharing it or posting or blasting, that that's a PR job. Right,
0: not my job. Not my and job. And if I choose to share something,
1: that's my choice. That's my choice. But I don't feel like I have to. I don't like to. when people are like, you don't even know how many messages I get. Like, hey, would you mind, girl, would you mind posting about my business? And, girl, I ignore them. Yeah. No. The fact that you even asked me, it's like,
0: what? Mm-hmm. And that I didn't solicit for it either. Right. I didn't say, hey, if anybody wants promo on my page, contact me. Right. Or, like, you're or, really hey, reaching, me or Yeah. No. You're really mm-hmm. reaching out to me and saying, oh, you have the, you have So followers, somebody so sent me.
1: Right. Yeah. No, I'm not doing that. Somebody sent Zuri this doll, Mm -hmm. this knitted doll. I didn't ask her for it. She DM'd me and said, Hey, I made something for Zuri, I'd love to send it to you. She sent it to me. She didn't ask me to promo her. Mm -hmm. She didn't ask me to take take a picture of it and tell everybody about it. I did it because I liked the product. Right. I liked what she did. The gift was thoughtful, it was beautiful, Mm -hmm. and I think that it's something that other people should buy into Mm -hmm. because it's quality, it's handmade. Right. This person made this thing with love. With the intention of my daughter, right? I thought it was beautiful. I was so touched, and it smelled so good. Everything about the product—it was just professional. The way it was done, and she didn't ask me to promo her. See, she just said, "Hey, I made something for Zuri. I'd like to send it to you. Can yeah, I?" That's so yeah, sweet. thank you. Yeah. And when she sent it to me, I'm like, "I'm gonna talk about you, Buka. right This is the bomb." And I don't even know you, <laughs> right? And you were thoughtful enough to care for my daughter to make her something. Yes. Take your time. To and something that hands. we actually like, right? Like it came in, and you're
0: like, "This is beautiful. Right. It smells good. I can see the love." Like yeah. that's. You know if And I did
1: it on my own accord. Yes, you didn't. You didn't. You bully didn't me force me. At at all. me. Right. Hey, can you share this? Can you talk about my? What the fuck is that? No, no. So I, I somebody actually messaged me when uh, a while ago, maybe like six months ago, and was like, "Oh, you never talk about how Chris's music, or you never talk about first of all, you do, you don't support." I said, "I support him in real life." Right. I'm his cheerleader in real life. When he has packages, I'm down there fucking folding boxes and doing all kinds of shit for him. I'm his real support in real life. And not only that, majority of the people that follow me came from him. So it's just redundancy. He's posting that shit. I'm not going to redundantly, all you see on a timeline is the same thing he posted. I don't like that. Like, you know, people that create four different pages for right. the same thing. And then they just keep they no. just posting it on the four different. I'm like, come on no. now, just have the one page and, and post stupid. the one time. You do know right. do that come on, just because you want to show up on a timeline several times? Come on, that's ridiculous. I don't I just, I'm not that's, with
0: it. That's another conversation though about social media because the shout outs and the things that you see on social media does not mean that that's what's reflected in real life right. or the lack of a shout out. Right.
1: It doesn't mean. And I can't wait for the, this era of social media to die down. To die down. Yes. It's
0: just too much for me. Yeah, it's overwhelming. Because it's not real. It really isn't and it's. it really is a It went from entertainment to full-on distraction. It keeps us from existing in the now. It keeps us from being as purposeful as we should be. But I think that's another conversation that we can have. Um, if you have any questions or feedback, we'd love to hear it. Any ideas, um, we'd love to hear it. You can get it with us on IG. Mine is Erin five zero three A R I N five zero three and Rye is R Y E seven zero zero two. Thank y'all. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back.
1: Bye bye.